Welcome to the Locked On Yankees podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias, and I'm the host of Locked On Yankees. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Gots or at the Locked On Yankees handle. Please feel free to tweet questions or comments to either account. If you're a new listener, hello and welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. The winter meetings have begun out in San Diego, and there could be a lot of stuff to talk about this week including a report of just how much the Yankees are willing to spend on Garrett Cole. So we'll talk about that and much more. But first, you can get Locked on Yankees and all other Locked on podcasts straight to your phone in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. The winter meetings have begun. Will anything happen during the winter meetings? Who knows? In recent years, it's actually been kind of boring at the winter meetings. Not a lot has happened. Um, The last big free agent signing that was announced during the winter meetings happened way back in 2014 with John Lester and the Cubs. Last year's big news was Andrew McCutcheon going to Philly for $50 million. The year before that, the Yankees announced Giancarlo Stanton although that deal was made before the meetings and they just announced it during the meetings. And the last trade occurred in 2016 when the Red Sox traded for Chris Sale. So the winter meetings used to be a place where things actually happened. GMs would meet with other GMs, discuss things, trade people, and now it seems more like a place where they can all meet and hang out. (laughs) Because in recent off-seasons, Deals have not happened until later in the offseason. Not that nothing happens during the winter meetings. It's just not as exciting as it used to be. People are wondering if Garrett Cole will be signing this week. There was a report from Bob Clappish that the Yankees' offer to Cole was seven years, $245 million, which is a pretty big deal. Some people were poo-pooing it and thinking it was too low. I think those people are crazy. But... I also kind of see where they're coming from because you want to offer him so much that he has no reason to say no. That is a very big contract. It would be the biggest contract for a pitcher ever if you break down the yearly salary. But I'm assuming that seven years, 245 is the jumping off point. I don't think that's their final offer. Nothing is official. I believe it was Bob Nightingale who said that the Yankees haven't made an official offer yet. But I'm liking how they're going all in on Cole. This is what you want to see. You don't want to see them acting as if they're going all in on a player and then turning around and saying, oh, we tried. You want them to go in as hard as possible. That's what she said. Their biggest competition would be the Angels and the Dodgers because Cole is a West Coast guy. Those teams are obviously on the West Coast. They both have the money to lure him just like the Yankees have the money to lure him to go to New York. Apparently Andy Pettit was in the meetings with Cole, which I think is a really great idea because why wouldn't you have one of the guys who won five championships with New York try and talk Cole into coming to New York? Pettit knows what it's like to win a championship after a drought, although we've made it into double digits with this latest World Series drought. This is only a 10-year drought. 
the 96 team ending an 18-year drought was a really big deal. But if Cole comes over and the Yankees win the World Series for the first time in 11 years, that's a pretty big deal. So I like that they included Pettit in the meetings. Plus, Pettit is a country boy. I mean, no offense, but he is a small town boy. And he thrived in New York. So I like that angle as well. I kind of wish they had CC Sabathia helping them out a bit, just because he was their last big free agent pitcher acquisition, along with AJ Burnett in the winter of 08 slash 09. We all remember that winter when the Yankees basically backed up the Brinks truck <laughs> and were the Yankees and paid top dollar for top players and ended up winning the World Series that season. I would like for that to be the case now. I would like for them to back up the Brinks truck for Garrett Cole and just give him whatever the hell he wants. Am I asking for too much? I don't think so. Remember to get this show every day. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. If you're a Spotify listener, use Spotify Wrapped to show us your top Locked On podcasts for the year. Take a screenshot and tag us at Locked On Live and at Stay Scott's or the Locked On Yankees handle on Twitter, and we'll share and retweet. Guys, let's talk about sex. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? You would stride to the plate and hit a first pitch home run every time? Well, now you can return to your glory days, increase your performance, and get that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Just think of it as a PED that won't get you suspended. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, though I wouldn't take them on the subway because they're chewable and they work up to twice as fast as a pill. But if you want your lady to take a long ride on your D-train, Blue Chew is for you. Now this isn't just for guys who can't perform, it's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. And what's more, Blue Chew is cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our promo code MLB. You just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. George King wrote an article over the weekend listing the three things that he thinks everyone should watch out for during the winter meetings. He mentioned that Garrett Cole would be dominating the discussion, which is hello, yes, because he's the biggest, he's the big ticket item that everyone wants. The Yankees could possibly see if they could find replacements for Didi Gregorius, Dellen Betances, and Austin Romine. Even though I think the Yankees feel confident in who they have in-house to replace Betances, Romine, and Gregorius. But he also brought up the possibility of acquiring Addison Russell to replace D.D. And John Griffin of Pinstripe Alley said, that's a no from me. And I say the same thing. I would stay as far away from Addison Russell as possible. This is a dude with a really bad domestic violence track record. The Yankees already did the whole Aroldis Chapman thing, which wasn't 
it just wasn't good. And I know that teams like to pick up guys on the cheap, and Addison Russell would be on the cheap because I, I'm sure most teams don't want him with the baggage that he has, but I really don't want the Yankees to do it again. Please don't do it again. And they already have people who can fill in for DD. So, no. Nope, that's a big no. A giant no. An overwhelmingly loud no that lasts for five minutes. No. Now, we could see the Yankees working out a deal with Brett Gardner this week because it appears that both parties are interested in doing that. It's just all the Yankees' focus is on Garrett Cole right now. So don't take their lack of action with regards to Brett Gardner to mean that they're not interested in him. I don't think the Yankees want to lose Brett Gardner. I don't think Brett Gardner wants to play for anyone else. He's been a Yankee his entire career. And just look out for that. It it probably won't be a big deal, but, you know, Gardner had an incredible 2019. So the Yankees would be silly not to sign him. Plus, with Aaron Hicks having Tommy John surgery and other question marks in the outfield, it would be silly for them to not re-sign Brett Gardner. Plus, he's a leader in that clubhouse. They're losing CC to retirement. It's just everything is positive with regards to Brett Gardner. And again, I don't think the Yankees would let him go. Going back to the George King article, I could deal with losing Austin Romine. I couldn't deal with losing Didi Gregorius or Dellen Patances. Dellen Patances just, his 2019 was a literal nightmare. He couldn't get healthy. He finally gets healthy and he hurts himself. What, how many pitches was it into his outing? I mean, how does that happen to someone? Just, it's such a bummer, especially because this was his walk year. This was the year when he was going to show off to everyone, including the Yankees. And this was the season in which he'd say, look, I'm one of your best relievers and you need to resign me. And I really don't want to see him leave the Yankees. There are rumblings that maybe the Mets would go after him, which for him personally would be good because he wouldn't leave New York. But I really don't want to lose Patances. Same thing with Didi. You know, Didi had Tommy John surgery, and he came back a bit into the season. And, you know, it takes guys a little while to recover from Tommy John surgery. So, yes, it was a down year for him, but it was an understandable down year for him. And I think he will have a bounce back year in 2020. Money-wise, I understand that the Yankees can't bring everyone back especially if they're going to be shelling out over $250 million to Garrett Cole. But I really wish they could. Just Gregorius and Betances. Again, Romine, I like Austin Romine. He does a really good job filling in when Gary Sanchez is hurt. But I think the Yankees could get another backup catcher that would do just as well as Austin Romine. Clint Frazier was on Twitch, which... I think a lot of gamers use Twitch for people to watch them play games. I don't understand this whole phenomenon because I'm an old lady compared to these kids who do this. But while he was playing a game, he mocked the Astros for the garbage can banging incident. Former World Series champion and Yankees pitcher Phil Hughes also did the same thing. He has a YouTube channel in which he opens cards 
usually baseball cards, sometimes other types of cards. And during a video in which he was opening baseball cards, he too mocked the Astros for their trash can banging. Speaking of the Astros and trash cans and stealing signs, will Rob Manfred do anything about this? That's another question that will be raised during the winter meetings. Maybe the investigation is not over yet. Who knows what they'll find? Again, I said this, I believe, last week that you could expect more teams to be implicated. I think the reason the Astros are being focused upon is that they were so brazen (laughs) and obvious in the way that they were doing it. More videos were discovered. J.D. Davis played for the Astros in 2017 and claimed he had no idea about the signals. Then someone dug up an at-bat by J.D. Davis in 2017 in which you clearly hear the trash can being banged and he hits a single up the middle. And J.D. Davis did not do well when he was with the Astros, so that was pretty amusing. So back to the Yankees and what to look for this week. Will Garrett Cole sign with the Yankees? Will he sign with the Dodgers? Will he sign with the Angels? Will this not happen until after the winter meetings? Will the Yankees re-sign Brett Gardner and bring him back? Will they allow Didi Gregorius and Nellan Batances to walk? I guess we'll find out. But again, as I said in the beginning, the winter meetings have become a place where it's more inactive than active. And it's possible none of this stuff will happen over the next few days and that we'll have to wait. So we'll see. And that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. Enjoy your Monday, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye.